It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at PenFed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Your black and gold home for the New Orleans Saints. Still got we got we got some stuff we got to clean up with our offense for real, fam. All right, so anyway, let's jump right into halftime, man. As the game is over with, and you know, as the game is over with, yeah. So twenty four seventeen is the final. The Saints improve. We get they climb to four in. Well, actually, climb to five and four, two and two at home. Y'all stay right where y'all are. I'm gonna have the post game press conference of Dennis Allen and him climbing up here momentarily to talk about it, Paulson Debo. They were phenomenal in this game. Uh, you look at the final statistics, 20 to 18 uh, in terms of the first down. Saints on the third down, 7 to 14. Bears with 6 to 12 in the game. 64 total plays versus 62 by the, you know, by the Saints. 364 total yards by the Bears offense versus 301 by the Saints. 12 to 11 on the drive. Uh, advantage Saints Bears averaged almost six yards per play versus only five by the Saints 214 to 208 is the passing 156 rushing yards by the Bears versus 87 by the Saints and of course you go further down there you see the red zone play Saints with three and four in the red zone they were three out of four the Bears with two of four 
Saints had one penalty in the game, one penalty for five yards, eight penalties for 71 yards by the Chicago Bears, and it was still a one-score game, despite the fact the Saints had five turnovers in the game. Saints had five turnovers and still won by one. We won the game tonight. We get the W, but, you know, we got a lot of this got to be cleaned up as we get further into the season. Offense still having its issues, still not consistent, still not gelling. 30-40 uh, was the time of possession there versus 28-47 by the black and gold. So Derek Carr was between, he had 34 attempts throwing the ball to 11, two touchdowns. And from the rushing game, Taysom Hill led, he was able to kind of kick this thing out and make things work for him. Chicago uh, made it interesting. We thought, it, I thought it'd be a major blowout, blowout in the game, but it wasn't. Uh, offense still need to get it together, but we get the dub. Carr, 25 of 34 for 211, 6.2 yards per throw, two touchdowns. He wasn't sacked. Zero point, a one point, a one point, a one zero eight point eight rating there. Taysom Hill had a, a 118.8. He had one completion for a touchdown for three yards to Jawan Johnson in the back of the end zone. He also was the team's top rusher, 11 carries, 52 yards. Elvin had nine for 26. Jamal had three for six. Derek Carr scrambled three times for three yards. Kendra Miller, one for nothing. So the Bears did a wonderful job there at at least stopping that from going on with the black and gold. Uh, the running attack, Chris Olave, six catches off of eight targets for 46 yards. He had a touchdown. Elvin had four catches for five targets, 44 yards. Kendra Miller had one for 31. Got upfield, real simple. Jawan Johnson, five catches, five targets, 29 yards. Foster Monroe had one catch for 23. Rashid had three for 22 on three targets. Taysom had four from five targets for 13 yards and a touchdown. Jamal, not that much, two catches for six yards. Michael Thomas was thrown at one time. You know, and it was a pass interference play that did not work. So it was what it was in terms of that. And, uh, you know, we move on. So the fumbles, you see Pete Werner got a fumble. Paulson Debo got a fumble. Demario Davis had 10 tackles and a sack in the game. He also had the fumble, uh, you know, strip that he had. Paulson Debo had seven tackles tied with Cam, who had seven. Cam had a sack in the game as well. The other sack was Demario Davis. And, of course, Paulson had the turnovers. He was he had the interceptions in the game. So Paulson Debo should get the game ball in my book. He had two interceptions in the game. Marcus may have one as well. So not bad by the Saints. Uh, defense, the defense finally woke up. We just needed that offense, man. If, we had, if the offense could have stepped up and did what they were supposed to do, things could have been, things could have looked a little deeper than this, but still in all, man, we got the dub. So I ain't mad. I, I can't be too mad. We'll talk about that other stuff in another day. Tyson, the quarterback for the Bears, 18 of 30 for 220. He had two touchdowns against three interceptions. Foreman, their top rusher, 20 carries for 83 yards. He, and Tyson also had eight carries for 70 yards. They put up 156 yards rushing against the Saints today. No touchdowns, however. All of those were uh, through the air by Tyson. Uh, you look at Darnell Mooney, the two-lane wide receiver, five catches for 82 yards. Cole Komet was big, six catches for 55 yards and two touchdowns that kept them in the game. DJ Moore was on shutdown. He had three catches for 45 yards. Not much shaking with him, but Lattimore trailing him around. So, I mean, it was it was interesting to see how the, everything went and played today, but the Saints did everything they needed to do. T.J. Edwards, the linebacker, had 15 total tackles. For them, Sandbarn was the other dude who felt in for 
Uh, Edmonds, he had 10 tackles in the game. So the Bears defense thought they did enough to kind of hold down the Saints. Uh, Blake Rupe was one for two. Carlos Santos was one for two. The, rookie, the young kickers uh, didn't make it shape. So in the end, the Saints were able to obtain and get the victory over this team. Now, uh, just to share this with y'all right now, Atlanta Falcons right now uh, are tr- uh, right now up 28 to 24 with 39 seconds left. The Minnesota Vikings are driving, though, with 39 seconds remaining. They have two timeouts as well. So we hopefully they can help us out by beating the Falcons, knocking them off, and we keep it pushing. All right, so anyway, it's, it's a good play. We get the W in the game, and the keys to it, we did just enough to win. The Bears, I mean, the Saints defense woke up in the second half and got a ton of turnovers that helped us out. The offense could not capitalize off of them. We got to work on that. That has to improve. We got to get better at that. You know, we really do. We got to improve. And once we start facing serious, sir, serious, you know, better competition, it's, after all, we just beat the Bears. Bears didn't even have the top quarterback. You know, we got the dub. We able to improve over 500. But, you know, we got a lot of stuff to clean up. I'm pretty sure Dennis Allen will tell us that <laughs> when he gets to the podium. So a lot of positives. Paulson Debo. shout out to Paulson Debo, man. He had a wonderful game in which he was able to do a series of really positive things, getting those interceptions. The defense woke up in the second half, did a lot of positive stuff moving forward. The Saints, offensively speaking, did some positive things. They did not allow, uh, you know, I think they didn't allow a sack at all in this game. They kept, and that's another positive thing to talk about. They did not allow any sacks in the game. They did, um, didn't, they only had one penalty. They kept the penalties down, so they played a disciplined game. As far as that, it's just no other things need to happen, offensively speaking. But we grind out a win against uh, the Bears, and we move on against the Minnesota Vikings, who are currently uh, right now. They're marching down on the Falcons, man, and they need need a a touchdown. Josh Dobbs, man, is in the game. And if he beats the Falcons, man, (laughs) and they they go up, hey, y'all, he scored a touchdown. Just when I said that, man. They just scored a touchdown, man. <laughs> oh, the Vikings just scored a touchdown, fam. They scored a touchdown on the <laughs> on the Falcons, man. Oh, hey, so there you go, man. So that 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 without just say that, Joshua Dobbs is giving them problems. He just threw a touchdown. And uh yeah. <laughs> Oh, they got 30 seconds remaining, man. And Josh Dobbs just threw a touchdown. Uh, and the and the, and the Vikings go up 31 to 28. The, the the Falcons still have two timeouts remaining in the game, right? They let they let the Vikings score 21. They scored 20 uh, 21 points <laughs> in the second half. They let them put up 21 points in the second half. Josh would dive about to beat the Falcons, man. They got 22 seconds remaining in the game. And that's it, it, obviously we know why we're doing that, fam, because we know that we'll take full possession of the NFC side <laughs> with, a, with a funky Falcon loss, man. So shout out to Big Low and his dirty, stinking Falcons. Uh, they about to help us out. Thank y'all. Y'all keep turning in a lot of these great gifts. We thank you for all that you do. You're a splendid organization. We appreciate you for all the great and, and excellent things that you do, all of the comedy and stuff that you provide us and like how you guys 
get big leads and then lose the leads and fall apart. That is very entertaining. We thank you kindly for all of that stuff because it really means a lot to us that you care to stink. So, yeah, this is going to be interesting to see. <laughs> all right, man. This is Falcons, man. What can I tell you? Roll the Falcons stink, man. What can I tell you? <laughs> Oh man, they tell you, you can take all the damn Saints players you want, man. You still ain't gonna be able to do nothing. <laughs> all right, so shout out to the fan, man. We're gonna bounce and go to the post game momentarily. Y'all stay with us, man. Uh, let's let's we're gonna you gonna keep talking about it, but fam, tell me how y'all feel about it, man. About the the Saints getting the W today, we get above five hundred. We making it pop, man. I, I'm happy for that. We got some stuff to clean up. It wasn't perfect, but sometimes some of these games aren't. We got to just keep it moving. If we can learn and win at the same time, I'm good with that. I'm good with learning and winning. You got what I'm saying? You, you, you pick up what I'm putting down. I'm I'm good with learning and winning. So, yeah, this is very positive, man. In the end, man, we do doing some great stuff here as we keep it going. So, anyway, let me uh, let me <laughs> Atlanta. Atlanta stinks, man. Y'all, y'all suck. All right, anyway, man, let me stop uh, messing with the Atlanta people. They're having a hard time right now anyway. All right, so shout out to Brent, man. Thank you for the Super Chase. says, for fouled up cans, can't, come on, man. <laughs> the fouled up Falcons, yes, indeed. Thank you, Brent. Appreciate you, man. Hey, bro, come on now, dog. Come <laughs> on, man. Come on, Falcons. <laughs> hey, Falcons, come on, hey, man. Hey, bro, come on now, dog. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, Falcons. What's wrong with y'all, man? All right. Thank you. Tenacious, man. It says Q. <laughs> Call Big Loaf. <laughs> I'm not going to do it, man. I ain't going to do it, man. Low having a dip. He go, right now, man, you know Low at the game, man. And I, I ain't going to rub it in. You know, that's my boy, man. I ain't going <laughs> to. Uh, it's gonna be it's sad, man. But the NFC South round table is coming. Thank you, Ryan. Appreciate you. Trying to say thank you, thank you very much. Picking me up, bringing me back to this world. Oh man, it's so fun, man. The Atlanta Falcon family continue to and you know just provide a, a endless source of laughter and happiness to us, to who that nation. They attempted to take our best people. To, to reset their organization. But even the best people are having it very difficult to, to, to take the Atlanta Falcons, who haven't really done a damn thing, and get them to do a damn thing. So we continue to struggle there. But I, I really do appreciate the laughter that they provide, man, because this, this, is, this is just awesome. This is also five seconds left. <laughs> Oh, did the Bucks win? The Bucks win. Okay, the Bucks was uh, up up against the. Uh, okay, they had forty six seconds right now. Sean, I might have to refresh this thing to see exactly if it's final yet. But they're saying the Bucks. The Bucks did the Bucks win? Is it a final? They got forty six seconds left. They up by were well, they up by four thirty seven to thirty three there. So yeah, uh, you know, still in all, man, I still like where we are. Even if they if even if they win, they still will fall behind. That's the final, fam. It's the final. The Vikings come back and beat the Falcons 31 to 28. <laughs> oh, man. Low right now is feeling pretty low. 
my dog low is pulling he's feeling pretty low right now yeah it's just tough 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 winning there low they are now four and four they lose their first game at, and we got to face this viking team family so you know they play competitively against them they go home we play this viking club next so we're gonna have to you know take our game there and handle the business and do what we supposed to do but anyway in this end Saints handle the business. We get the dub here. Yes. Here we go. We got Dennis Allen chiming in, fam. Let's see what old DA got to say at the podium. You know he's going to be talking cleanup stuff here. Look, um, good win. You know, hard-fought win. Look, none of these are ever easy in our league. All right? And for anybody that ever thinks that you got an easy one, you're you're waiting to get your ass beat. Um, so, uh, it was a good win for us. We're excited about the win, um, and and moving forward and and and, and getting ready to go play uh, Minnesota. So, um, I'll take your questions. It was look. I mean, the the I think the takeaways were outstanding. Um, it wasn't a lot good that I saw defensively, um, but the takeaways were were outstanding, and that's the difference in the game. So, um, you know, it's credit to our guys to, to go out and take the ball away. We talked about punching the ball out this week. We got a nice, you know, top-down punch out. So um, some of the things that we emphasized were, were good to see, all right? Um, we still have to start faster defensively. Um, so we got we to figure that out. We had way too many mistakes early on in the game, um, and, and that has to be better. Can, can you specify a little more? Just not being in the right spot, not getting aligned properly, just sloppy crap. And uh, I know you just got asked last week about Mount Blitzmore. Today, once it was apparent that, that their quarterback was kind of comfortable and, and, and running a lot, did you want to change your approach at a certain point? Bring uh, pressure on him? No, I wanted to play better. Um, you know, and, and look, we brought some pressures. Um, Matter of fact, I, I, the Paulson's uh, interception was on a was on a pressure. So, um, you know, we we didn't get. Gather at the Winter Village at Cameron Run and experience the magic of the holidays with ice and lights. Enjoy a fun, unstructured outdoor family experience just a few minutes from Old Town Alexandria. Explore whimsical light displays, snap selfies, and take a spin on the outdoor ice rink. Book your visit early. Calendars fill fast, so make your plans with friends, visitors, guests, or that special someone today. Buy tickets today at CameronIceandLights.com. That's CameronIceandLights.com. Discover a healthier, happier you with Veganuary 2024. Your health isn't just small potatoes, it's a big deal. So this January, you are invited to make a change that matters by trying Veganuary's 31-Day Vegan Challenge. Switching to a plant-based diet reduces your carbon footprint and makes a positive impact for animals. Every meal is a vote for the kind of world you want to create. Ready to make a change? Sign up today at Veganuary.com. Vote for veggies. It's easy to want to pressure, but it's harder to pressure when everything's, you know, second and four, third and third and three, third and two. Like that's that's not you don't have a lot of pressures on your call sheet necessarily in those situations. So, um, you know, you got to got to create a little bit, you know, some some longer down and distances and, and, and you get a chance to um, 
you know, be a little bit more aggressive. So, um, but all that being said, um, five takeaways put us in good position, um, you know, and, and we were able to get 24 points today, which is, you know, enough to get the win. David, can you tell us a little bit about what went into the decision to accept the holding penalty in the second quarter that put them back to that third? And yeah, look, I think in that situation, it was going to be fourth and two. And, you know, I, quite honestly, I thought they'd be aggressive there and, and, and go for it, you know. Um, and so I thought, well, we can back them up and, and, and uh, you know, hopefully get them to be more in a fourth and and longer yardage situation, force them to have to, you know, kick the field goal. So um, it didn't work. You know, we didn't uh, we didn't get it done. So, um, but that was that was the thought process behind it. Yes, what sort of happened at the end of the first half with the just trying to score there? Nothing came out of it. Well, there wasn't wasn't a lot of time there. You know, so um, you know, we we had a couple of plays to try to get the ball down the field. You know, obviously the last play of the half. You know, there's we're we're, we're really trying to get the ball down the field, and um, you know, I guess Derek got a little bit of pressure there and felt like he had to get rid of the ball, and so we didn't really get a chance to get the ball down the field. But um, look, it's you know there there wasn't a, there wasn't a lot of time there to get you know chunks of yardage, um, and so. Um, that's that's really what it was. Yeah, no, that was huge. I mean, the field position there was, was huge. Um, the way that the game gets played, you know, on the two or three yard line is totally different than the way the game gets played on the twenty yard line. Um, and so that was a that was a huge play by him. Um, you know, backing them up. We were able to get off the field there and change the field position. What do you think about Taysom Jeff today? Yeah, I thought I thought he I thought he was really good. You know, um I thought our I thought our plan to utilize him was good. Um and I thought he was effective when when we utilized him. And yet look they they you know they kind of had a little bit of a plan to try to you know load it up to to stop him. You know so um but it's just the stress of every single play that it could be the one that pops, you know, and, and um, really at the end of the day for us to be able to, you know, close the game out like that down there inside the red area was, was, was big. So we're talking about the position, um, that decision to punt when it was fourth and five and 39 is that maybe the go for it or the field goal, you decided to punt it. Did they ever cross your mind that you wanted to do either or, or? Yeah, look, I mean, all those options go through your mind, um, you know, but, uh, I felt like trying to pin them down. Um, you know, obviously that's a that's a that's a long field goal. You know, uh, and the percentages of making those aren't aren't necessarily great. Um, and so, the thought process was let's pin them down there in that situation and, and uh, um, see if we can't you know create some field position, get the ball back in good field position for our offense. Is there any pause that he just made one similar? Like made a 55 yarder, or is it maybe a one or two yards? Like yeah, look, I mean, you know, every minute of the game changes the the thought process in terms of what you're thinking, you know, um, in terms of your aggressiveness, whether you're going to go for it, kick the field goal, or or try to punt them and 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 pin them deep. Look, those are your three options, um, you know, and and um, we chose to try to pin them down there.
Dennis, on the, the turnovers, especially the interceptions in the second half, how many of those were adjustments that you guys made, maybe at halftime or guys you would I think it was guys making plays, you know, which was awesome to see. You know, um, Paulson's interception was a, was a, was a great great play by him. He played it exactly how you know he's supposed to play it. Um, Marcus May's interception coming across the middle, hell of a play. Um, Adebo's punch out was like, man, that was beautiful to see. You know, so um, I think it was really just our guys, you know, making plays. You know, first interception, I thought Paulson did a did a hell of a job on, you know, read it perfectly, was in the right spot, saw the quarterback, made a good break, and then went up and high-pointed the ball. Uh, the run back sucked, but the, the interception was good. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, I mean, I, I think overall, both sides of the ball, I would have liked to have seen us be a little bit more consistent. I thought offensively, you know, in the first half, um, I, I thought we moved the ball really well. And I and there was consistency in what we were doing in the first half. Um, not quite as good, you know, in the second half. So, um, look, it, it, it's something that we got to go back and, you know, evaluate the tape, make the corrections that we need to make, and and then move forward from that. But I have seen more consistency out of the offense in the last month, you know, um, and so uh, that's been good to see. And, and with the defense, what, what keeps happening on the, the quarterback scrambles? Is that something you guys have to change your approach or are, the, are those examples of the missed assignments? Well, yeah, I, there, there's a way that you have to rush a quarterback, you know, and if everybody just tries to go and win their one-on-one -on -one battle – all right, then there's no structure to how you're rushing this guy, and, and that's how quarterbacks escape. And so we have to do a better job of understanding the rush plan and do a better job of making sure that we're all working together in the rush plan so when the quarterback does try to escape, all right, then we have somebody there to, to, to get him down. So uh, that has to be better because that stinks right now. Was there a correction made on that? It seemed better. Than yeah, we talked about it. I know it's been a bit of a broken record asking about what the defense does in the second half, but when it comes to those halftime adjustments, is it the same thing over and over again, or what, what's the difference in how you make the defense better in the second half? Halftime adjustments are over-frickin-rated. All right, stop. Okay, play better. Coach better. Execute. Do your job. That's what it's about. Okay, so that's what the communication was at halftime. You know, we didn't come in there and just change the whole freaking game plan. All right. We haven't done it any any week up to this point. OK, what we've done is we've called better calls and we've executed better. And we need to start doing that early on. With Paulson's instincts, what are you seeing there that puts him in good position to like get the ball? Is it something he's done better the last few weeks? Well, look, I think he's always had good instincts, um, you know, Two years ago, I, I think he would he have three interceptions a couple of years ago, you know, not as much last year. Last year, he's fighting through some injuries and stuff. He's healthy this year, you know. So um, I, I think, you know, overall, from a secondary standpoint, I think our guys have done a nice job of attacking the football. Yeah, the last couple of weeks, seems like the penalties have come way down. Is there has that been an emphasis? Have you seen guys kind of plus the technical? I think probably a little bit of both, you know, a little bit of both. So, um, you know, um, 
I, I think our guys from a technique standpoint have been doing a little better. Chris Olave said earlier this week that you know he needed like one bounce back game when the game got to the end zone today. How nice was that? Yeah, it was awesome to see. He made a great catch in the end zone. Um, was a huge play for us, a, a big confidence builder for him, I think. You know, so it was good to see him, you know, come back and respond. And yet I think there's still more out there for him, you know. And so we're gonna keep pushing him and keep pushing him uh to get the best out of him. And I, I think there's I think there's more there, and I'm excited about seeing it. There's been a lot of sort of question marks around him from outside. Can you speak a little bit to the maturity that he's shown? Yeah, look, he's he's an extremely mature kid. Um, he works his tail off. Um, I'm glad he's on our team. I think he's going to be a big part of what we do as we move forward. Um, he's an explosive weapon, and, and uh, um, he, he's he's going to be a big part of our football team. Don't have you surprised at all by maybe the lack of separation that we saw with some of the receivers today? Are you surprised by that? Look, I, I guess I have to go back and kind of look a little bit and see, um, you know, kind of where, where we were at. But I – you, you're talking about uh, like us offensively being able to create some separation. I mean, I thought we did some some nice things in the passing game, you know. Um, so, but without really seeing the tape, I'd probably decline to comment too much on that. Dennis, overall, how do you think the quarterback did? I mean, the pitching two, he came from not too many. Way better than I wanted him to. Um, look, I thought he did. I mean, really, honestly, with the exception of the, the the turnovers, I thought he played really well. I thought he operated their offense extremely well. You obviously you could see him get into some checks and adjustments on the line of scrimmage based on what we were doing and what we were showing. Um, he looked like he was poised in the pocket, never really panicked, took off when he needed to. Um, so I, I was I was highly impressed with what I saw out of him. What do you think about Taysom joining Frank Gifford and making some history today? Yeah, I don't know if I, what was the history. Tell me the history. I think that's pretty impressive, right? I mean, half the guys in that locker room would have no idea who Frank Gifford is. So, <laughs> um, I think that's I think that's pretty impressive. With that, the, the touchdown pass from the counterpunch that we talked about a lot with that package. Um, what did you like about the execution of, of that play in that moment? Well, look, I think everybody executed their job on that play, you know. Um, you know, we're actually trying to get Bink a touchdown in the flat there. Um, and they did a nice job, but he actually took two in coverage. Uh, which, you know, allowed Juwan to get open in the back of the end zone. Taysom went through his progression, found Juwan. Um, and that's what, like, when you when you execute and you do the things that you're supposed to do, um, you know, generally you get good results. Gather at the Winter Village at Cameron Run and experience the magic of the holidays with ice and lights. Enjoy a fun, unstructured outdoor family experience. Just a few minutes from Old Town Alexandria. Explore whimsical light displays, snap selfies, and take a spin on the outdoor ice rink. Book your visit early. Calendars fill fast, so make your plans with friends, visitors, guests, or that special someone today. Buy tickets today at CameronIceandLights.com. That's CameronIceandLights.com. On Instacart, I can shop a huge selection of pet supplies. From that one brush that scratches him just right. To that extra comfy bed he can't wait to flop down in. And I get everything delivered right to my door in as fast as one hour. Okay, 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 settle down. I know it's here. Yeah, it's very exciting. 
Visit instacart.com or download the app to get a free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum order $10. Additional terms apply. Instacart. Add life to cart. All right, guys. Thanks. Um, I, I've, I've heard because pe- people have told me about, you know, the, the stats guys have told me about these stats. Um, so I have heard them. Yeah, of course. I don't know. I mean, look, I, I look back at my career and I certainly didn't think that it would have gone the way that it has. But as I hear and I think about stuff like that, I'm, you know, it's, it's overwhelming. I have a lot of gratitude to be able to be a part of this program and play with coaches that are creative enough to give me opportunities. So I, I would say it's really just, you know, a whole lot of gratitude. Could you talk about what you saw on the touchdown pass? Yeah, I'm actually, I mean, I think DA's um, explanation was, was pretty spot on. So, um, look, they, they zoned it off. Um, you were trying to get Bink in the flat there, and um, he was covered. And so then, you know, really we're trying to get uh, Foster on the backside, and, and, and he took two, and then Juwan was, was running free in the back of the end zone. So it was just a progression-based play, and um, – it worked out. And that's what you expect. You expect two defenders to go with Colin Saunders, right? <laughs> well, I don't know. You know, he uh, you know, he tracks a lot of eyes and a lot of attention. And even in the run game, you know, those guys are worried about where he is because they don't want to, you know, get hit by him. Uh, was there was there a noticeable difference in his energy in the huddle? From when he <laughs> uh, I don't know. You know, look, I, I think we, we had a fair amount of stuff in with him this week. And so I think he was more concerned about, hey, where am I lining up? You know, are we are we shifting right now? What are we doing? So but look, being being's a great teammate. You know, the thing that I love most about him is is his energy. So anytime you get him in the huddle, players feed off of that. And and that was certainly the case, you know, tonight. Today. You yeah i mean look i i feel like the first quarter of the season we've been so close and then it was like you look at a few drives and it was like a penalty here killed a drive and that type of thing and i, I think what we've seen is we've had you know penalty-free drives. We've had the ability to keep the chains moving. And um, as you alluded to, that gives you a lot of confidence. But as a play caller, you also have the opportunity to call a lot more plays on your call sheet. So um, the creativity that you're alluding to has always been there. But, you know, we've been sustaining drives, and um, which builds a lot of confidence. And, and we've we've been a confident unit the last few weeks for sure. Tyson, you've had some pretty good years here. You know, I don't know. Personally, I, you know, I don't, I don't get too caught up in, in thinking about, you know, what the stats are or what I'm doing. I, you know, at the end of the day, we're just trying to win football games. And so, um, you know, try to take advantage of every opportunity that I get. And, and hopefully I can contribute to winning games. All right. Thanks, guys. Cam Jordan. Like I should have had three sacks and only left with one. There's always room for more. Um, I think 
the way uh, our, our DBs got greedy in this game. Uh, <laughs> it was just a little bit left over. Uh, I think I, I thought I was leaving with two piece. I looked off the quarterback and the ball was all out. I was like, don't let it be. A, okay. I guess we got one more, one more time to hunt. Thought I was getting close to getting, in, you know, uh, whatever it was, uh, Double D finished the game for us. I was like, I thought I was getting a sack, but he got a sack even better. He got a fumble, and that's how you seal that. Um, you love to see five six and and his, his super mode. I mean, he said this game. He started off uh, preaching that this game was necessary, and he meant each and every word. Um, that's that's how you come down with it. I got nothing but high praise and kudos for the way our DBs decided to start jumping routes, passing over there with no sleeves because that's how he was coming out like a thief in the night. My man was out there picking everything. Um, it's just uh, impressive to see a defense go out and get a win like that after the first half because there was 14 points put on the first half, and that's not unlike us. I'm still upset about that part. But second half, great. Did you categorize at all just sort of what the slow start was for the defense or what led to it? Um, we talked about a fast start the whole week, so it couldn't have been what we preached. Um, you know, we, we, we wanted to focus in. We knew that they were going to have a, a, a first 15 that was going to be unlike the rest of the game, and then they sort of saw that – that uh, or an orthodox offense that they started going quicks outs whatever it was was working and you know again we had a quarterback escape the pocket a couple times and that was that was probably their longest rushes of the game uh, that's something on the D line that we put on us and we're emphasizing each and every day uh, to to eliminate that. That guy. Uh, yeah, I think Paulson Adebo is a hell of an athlete and again decided to start jumping these routes. Being all amazing and whatnot today. How many did you end up with? Just two. Okay, just two. Man, yeah. I mean, there was it was it was uh it was everywhere. He was everywhere. Our, our DBs did such a great job. Um, so it's major shout out to Paulson uh, Adebo out of Stanford, which just doesn't feel right, but it feels good. <laughs> So the team is probably 14 plus 15 turnover ratio in the season, what would you say? I have no idea. Uh, whatever that, whatever that equivalent is, is equivalent to more wins. That's At the end of the day, we're going to be judged by how many wins, not how many takeovers or turnovers we have. So if we have 75 sacks in, in the season and we don't have enough wins to get into the playoffs, what does it matter? We've got 45 interceptions and – if we don't make the playoffs, what does it matter? If we have three interceptions and we hit the playoffs and we have a chance to win a Super Bowl, that's all that matters. At the end of the day, the way these guys are playing, uh, the way our defense showed up in the second half, that's how you get a win. And we're going to start stacking these wins now. I started off my, my my day by hating Matt. I saw him I saw him on the sideline. I gave him a little quick pop, just a little, little jolt, just to like, hey, I miss you. You know, and then we went we went from there. Uh, and then I got a couple quick pops on uh, Beige. beige and I haven't. Beigeant. Okay, cool. Yeah, mm, secret agent, man. I don't like that one. <laughs> um, but, yeah, we got a couple of hits on him early, and, you know, we wanted to make him a, a, a in-pocket passer. And we sort of stinks as a rusher because you're like, all right, I'm trying to hit this turn, and yet, you know, you have to slow yourself down and play this game of don't let him escape the pocket, and then he escapes the pocket, then you get yelled at, and then you have to play even more emphasis on don't actually throw pass rush moves and just watch the pass rusher. You know, it is what it is. Um but that's a game we, we're going into, and we probably wouldn't have changed with Justin Fields there because we know he's just as elusive of a runner. Um, so, again, it's on uh, onward and upward to whoever we have next week. I know who we have next week. My dad's here, so we have the Vikings next week. He usually tries to double up that way. Do you find anything different the second half? I know DA said y'all make some adjustments, but do you think y'all talked about is you want to kind of stop them? Absolutely. That was, that was the emphasis. I mean, uh, DA, you know, 
said some said some words to defense, but I was looking at the D line the whole time. I said, "Oh, it's on us if we don't if we we don't allow him to escape the pocket, step through the bees the way he did. They they wouldn't have you know the five point eight yards a clip that they were running at some point in time. I think we got him under five by the end of the game. We we eliminated his uh his little runs, and at that point, we made him be a pocket passer and took advantage. Cool. All right, you guys were here for Saeed. My dog. How y'all doing? Perfect. Also, how does it feel to, to have a game like that and to and to have that game play such a specific role in the win as well? Yeah, it feels great. I mean, obviously, I couldn't be able to do it without my teammates and without, you know, obviously, rushing coverage goes together. So, you know, everybody's saying good pick, good pick. But the fact of the matter is, you know, our pass rushers are doing a great job um, throughout the duration of the game, making the quarterback uncomfortable and making them throw, uh, you know, bad throws. Um, yeah, just trying to read the quarterback's eyes, trying to be aggressive on the ball. Um, that's something that we've we've been kind of harping on, you know, trying to get takeaways and affect the ball and attack the ball. So it's kind of just what, you know, as a whole, what we're trying to do as a defense. Sorry. Yeah. On that first pick, at what point do you know you got a shot at it? Is it as he's starting the release? Like, like, what is your mindset on that play? Like, at what point do you see I got a shot to go get this one? Yeah, I think just being a trying to be a playmaker, reading the quarterback's eyes, um, seeing when his hand his hand comes off the ball, um, and just trying to make a play, trying to jump around. So, just kind of reading the quarterback's eyes. What do you see on the punch out? I mean, it's something that we've been also harping on. Coach Da is harping on that, attacking the ball, um, top down punch out. So, just trying to see the ball and trying to punch at it to make sure it can come out. So, glad that it was able to. Were there things you were doing, maybe to bait him a little bit or to disguise what you were doing a little bit that allowed you to make those two things? I think it's just great play calls. You know, Da and uh, our DC Joe Wood, uh, both of them just putting us in the position to make plays. Um, so depending on the down and distance, I feel like they had us in a good call uh, to be able to ex- execute our technique and make a play on the ball. It's a few weeks now where you've had strong games one after another. What do you kind of just make a building from one game after another? Yeah, just try to take every game, one game at a time. Next game is doesn't have anything to do with this game. So just being locked in every single play. Um, there's some things that you know I got to fix, and there's some things that we got to fix as a defense. But I think just moving forward, trying to be as focused as possible and trying to let the good games carry over. Do you feel locked in in a way, like in a, in a little bit different way the last few weeks? Like, like, do you feel like you've taken a step forward personally? Uh, I just try to do, you know, try to be locked in every single game. So if the results are good this week, you know, obviously I got to go look at the film. You know what I mean? Sometimes it feels better than it is. Sometimes it feels worse than it is. But I'm just trying to have the same approach every single week and trying to put my best foot forward. What is this rank for you, for your personal performances all time? Uh, probably, probably one of the best. I mean, two picks and the forced fumble. Um, I think it's probably my best. Uh, but again, you know, there's some plays that I made mistakes on and, and whatnot that maybe hadn't been highlighted. So, you know, it's give and take. Shoot, I'm just trying to find trying to find the end zone. <laughs> Didn't happen this time, but you know, just trying to be aggressive and, and trying to take it the other way. When you have a game like this, and you know, we all sit here, we ask you about the turnovers and the interceptions and things like that. How? How important is it for you to look at the moments in between those takeaways in terms of looking for additional improvement or something? Yeah, I mean, every game is the same. We just look at what we did well, what we did you know, bad, 
Um, there might be a game where I play phenomenal, but I don't have any interceptions. It might be a game where I play great or I play not so great, but have you know, so it's just trying to be as objective as possible, trying to look at the film, see what I could have did better, see what I could have did, uh, what I did do well, and just kind of having that same mindset of correcting all the mistakes regardless of what it looks like uh, at the end of the game. It seemed like early on in the game, the Bears offense was able to produce pretty well in the middle of the field, and then they continued to be able to kind of attack the flats. From your perspective, kind of, was that an execution thing? Was that just play call versus play call? Yeah, I mean, they were they were calling some good plays, and they were, you know, whether it was us that we weren't focusing, or they were calling good plays. Uh, regardless, the fact of the matter is, they were they were making plays, and that was a big emphasis coming back to try to stop some of those plays. Were there things that you guys figured out and did differently in the second half? I mean, throughout the duration of the game, we're always trying to make checks and adjustments, um, kind of see what the team's game plan is as they come out. So, throughout the game, we're we're making different checks and making adjustments. So. Glad that it was able to carry over in the second half and we were able to finish the game on a strong note. Thank you, Paul. Appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Derek Carr's going to be in in the second, and I think he'll be the last one. Thank you, Derek. Yep, hang on. Looking for a fun way to win up to 25 times your money this basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash get100 and use code get100. That's code get100 at prizepicks.com slash get100 for a first deposit matchup to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. 
Whenever you're ready. Derek, how does it feel to – this is a team that last year didn't really make consecutive games at the very end of the season. You guys had the two wins, the two wins early on and kind of rode the roller coaster a little bit. Uh, how does it feel to be a second win of the run and start to string together some of that? Yeah, that's – I mean, that's why we play the game is to win football games and, you know, make the corrections after a win. And so, um, you know, we were able to string two in a row in, you know, now after that terrible – feeling that we had before the Colts game and, uh, you know, seeing some of the, just the fruits of the conversations and the hard work paying off. And, uh, you know, that's a, that's a good feeling, you know, especially as a quarterback when, when you know that uh, we're still, we're, we still have room to improve. We're doing some things better. Uh, my, you know, myself, I always start with myself, um, but to see us going in that direction at this time of year is what you want to see. Well, we won, you know, at the end of the day, we won. And, you know, this is professional football. You know, everyone, you know, is into numbers and fantasy football and all those things. Sometimes they're, you know, DB makes play. Sometimes the defense gets in there, you know, whether, no matter what the rankings are. And, uh, you know, they, you know, made a few plays um, in the second half early on uh, that we didn't make, but I'm not uh, I'm not kind of overly concerned or like, oh, man, it's not fixable or anything like that. Um, but they made plays at those moments that made it feel like when we came out, it just wasn't feeling as good as the first. But I have no no worries. I'm fully confident um, in our group to you know come in, especially tomorrow after a win and really focus in on, you know, what what, what do we do better now? You know, and, uh, you know, I'll be. Excited to see how we come out, you know, next week. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, look, you know, we are all human. You know, we go through stuff and sometimes it's, you know, you know, there's change. You know, he's, you know, getting to know me and there's things, you know, that we deal as with players in our personal life and things like that. And who knows what's going on? And sometimes it, you know, you could be doing everything right. It doesn't go your way. We all know that in life, you know. And, you know, so, you know, I think that he's still been making – you know, some big plays for us and, you know, making some tough catches and things like that. But to see him have a touchdown, you know, see him have a couple of big plays for us, um, you know, get the ball back in his hands, you know, that was good. And again, this is, it goes back to, you know, what we've, what I've been saying since I got here, you know, some days it's going to be that way or, you know, oh, wow, Chris, you know, and, you know, oh man, Mike had, you know, eight catches or Sheed or, you know, and, you know, man, Alvin, you know, Alvin got the ball a whole bunch, you know, I, I just, I'm going to read the plays out and, you know, try my best to make it happen. And, uh, it just happened to you know go that way for Chris Day, but it's good good timing I think you know uh, for him. Um, on Chris, I mean, there's been a lot of chatter outside about him and things like that. Can you just speak to kind of the maturity that he's had over the course of the past couple of weeks dealing with everything? He's been unbelievable, um, and and I'm, I'm glad you asked that because I hope that gets praised. You know, he has handled everything with such class. He's handled everything as such a pro. Um, you know, every time we come to work, he's still texting me. We're Facetiming. He's Hey, I got you on this. Hey, hey, you know, this, I like this route that, you know, and just to see him, you know, dealing, you know, to be able to compartmentalize, you know, uh, you know, taking that and still doing his job, you know, um, it's really unbelievable. And so he's a young player, you know, again, there's another thing that I think is a problem in our league. We don't give young guys a chance to grow and develop and go through their process. And, you know, he's developing into what I think is going to be a tremendous player for a long time. And, the city of New Orleans should be very happy to have Chris as, you know, you know, one of their starting receivers because he's a he's the ultimate pro. He loves football. He's a great teammate. 
uh, and he does anything you ever ask of him. Uh, you know, and sometimes even when it's the hard stuff, you know, he'll, he goes in there and he, he does it. And, you know, we call on him at the end of the game to, you know, put us in better field goal position. Boom. He comes up for us, you know, and throw him the ball to get a first down, which I think it was a first down, but I'm not complaining at all. Uh, I mean, clear on that, but, uh, he makes a big play for us there. We called his number, you know, and so to see him just continue to push through, you know, there's things in my life I've been through where, no one even knows, but you just keep pushing through. And when you when you see the fruits of it, just personally, it's a good feeling. Yeah, you see five turnovers on the other side of the ball. Mm-hmm. And this, this year, the Saints have been pretty good about ball security. How valuable has that been in, in mm-hmm. a lot of these close games? Well, it's one of the things that, you know, I, I could go out there and probably do two or three plays back and try and force a ball and see, you know, make, the, you know, make a tight window throw. And I have all the confidence that I can do it. But at the end of the day, playing with this defense, I know over time that if I can take care of the football and if we can as an offense hold on to it uh, and do those things, um, that, you know, th- those numbers begin to turn into wins. And, you know, you always see at the end of the year, you know, takeaway differential. And you see the teams at the top have a bigger takeaway differential and the teams at the bottom don't. And it's the opposite. And so um, for me, coming here and playing here, I just want to be as efficient and clean as possible. Um, and there's going to be games that will be tight, you know, get in. When they're tight, you got to take care of the ball. Just give us a chance at the end, and then when you have to make that throw, you make that throw. But um, there's a couple of times today where you don't have—I didn't have to do that because you know, you know what's happening on the other side of the ball. And so the ultimate goal is to win the football game, and you know it, it takes all three phases playing together. And so uh, I just try and do that to my best to help Da and those guys out. Yeah, you know, I know when I walked in, you were saying how it's a different person's day each time. But just from what you saw, what were they doing that made it so hard to get by? Well, there was a few, we had a few opportunities, but there was also some things, uh, you know, where on a play that maybe, you know, could go to him or we're featuring him. It's like the one coverage, you know, that takes it away. Or it's that one guy, if he's just a hair tighter, we can throw it, but no, he played it there. And that makes me move on through the progression. And so uh, I know, Mike, that's probably a frustrating thing. Um, just as a player, you want to help and, you know, you do it. But he, what well, he doesn't, hopefully he, he knows, he understands. They were doubling him in the red zone, which led to Chris's one-on-one touchdown. You know, he got doubled uh, a couple of times uh, down there where then Jawan's one-on-one on an end cut we hit in the red zone, you know. So I, I know it's hard in this, in this day and age to think, man, you know, but just his presence of who he is helped us win this game today, you know, and it won't be on a stat sheet, you know, won't get any fantasy cool points or anything like that, but his presence and who he is helped our team win today. And uh, that's a huge thing for us. And obviously not a pivotal moment of the game, but when you had about 10 seconds left before halftime, um, why, why were you sending the receivers? Were, were you guys going into that play looking for just like an eight yard, 10 yard pass? Or? Well, yeah, we wanted to get as much as we could, see if we get a field goal. And then I saw how they were playing and I knew we were probably going to throw the Hail Mary after. Um, and so with them playing sideline defense, I just wanted them to go because now they're all on the sideline. There's less people in the end zone, you know. And so uh, it wasn't even something that we talked about or anything like that. We ended up trying the Hail Mary, but they got in there. And I had to throw it away or check it down, but whatever. Um, but, yeah, uh, that's that's all that happened. Okay, no, no sacks today. Um, what did you say about the offensive line? They've been unbelievable. And, uh, you know, there's things that – you know, they want to clean up and things like that. And, you know, I, I'm trying my best, too, to not take sacks, you know, because at the end of the day, that hurts the team. Um, you know, whether I throw it, you know, and some people may not like it every now and then, you know, to dirt a ball and things like that. But, you know, you got to make the right plays. And I think our offensive line is doing such a good job to allow me to play quarterback, you know, move, manipulate defenders. And, 
you know, first play of the game, I got to move my eyes, move somebody, throw the ball. I mean, and that's that's all a credit to them. You know, that that's not, you know, anything that Chris and I did special. Like that's a credit to them to allow us to play that way. And I think they're doing a fantastic job. Um, and so, yeah, I can't wait. Christmas presents will be nice. With, uh, Jason, now that you've been here half a season, and especially the past few games, yeah. how do you um, see his versatility affecting games? Oh, it's unbelievable. Well, today he got – you know, so much man coverage, you know, and, you know, usually, you know, when we're in there throwing the ball, like, you know, we don't, we don't get much man. And when we do, usually it's a, a good play for us. And, you know, that, and that's across the league. That's not just us. That's across the league, right? They were playing some man things. And that's why his touchdown, man, is wide open. You know, Jawan comes back, boom, we have a big play. And you see just his ability to run the football. They got to load the box. If you don't load the box, he can throw it, you know, and uh, he's been so good in that role here for so long. You know, uh, you know, and I remember watching the clips of, you know, growing up of when when it was Drew playing quarterback. And and I was like, man, you know, I was from afar. I was like, man, they're taking Drew off the field. And then you get here like, I see why, you know, <laughs> this guy's this guy's pretty good. And so um, he's great in what he does for us. And he's a, a ultimate competitor, great friend. He's been amazing to me since I got here. Um, and, you know, I I celebrate him every chance I get because of. You know, that just doesn't come around all the time. A guy that can go from tight end to running back from special teams, you know, blocking on a punt, you know, punt return to playing tight end to going to quarterback to playing F receiver. Like that just doesn't happen all the time. So, um, you know, he's he's one of my favorite teammates, but he's just an ultimate competitor. And I love him. Derek, I know you were on the field for it, but I believe that play was designed to go to Colin. Is it kind of wild to see a defensive tackle dragging multiple defenders and leaving Jawan standing myself? Hilarious. His <laughs> uh, – you know, I've I've played with my fair share of um, uh, you know good players on the skill positions. I've never seen someone attract that much attention on a football play. So uh, credit to him. Um, <laughs> you know, him and I got to put him and Devonte in the same category now, uh, you know, and being able to attract attention. So <laughs> him and Mike T taking double teams today, they attract attention. Uh, I think I put ninety nine in that category too. Yes, I would be as respectful when I say this. Like, yes, that's awesome. But at this point of the year, it does not matter. You, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, my, I can't let my mindset be like, oh, yeah, you know, we're in first and week, whatever. It's like that. Can't let your mind go there, you know. But it does, you know, at the initial, you're like, oh, sweet, that's awesome. Wash it and put your head down and go to work. And so uh, make the corrections, keep winning, uh, you know, when we can. And uh, then then at the end of the year, that'll feel a lot better. That that question will be a – my answer will be a lot different at the end of the year. Good. Good? All right. Thank you. Appreciate you. <clears throat> All right, shout out to the fam, man. Uh, that's all the interviews right there. It's pretty cool, man, seeing that happen, man. Let's go ahead and flash on uh, into these team statistics. A lot of good moves that will happen during this game. The Saints were able to get the win 24 to 17. Uh, over this team, and we move into a position where the Saints, and I'm going to show you the statistics, the stats right now, where the Saints are, divisional stats right now in the game. The Saints are 5-4 and four in the NFC South right now. Atlanta lost today. 
They're currently on a two-game losing streak. Tampa Bay lost today as well. Uh, Texans came from behind to beat them. Ta- Tampa Bay is on a four-game slide. So you got Tampa Bay, four-game four game slide. Atlanta on two-game slide. Saints have won two in a row. They are five and four in lone possession of the NFC South right now. You see McCarr said about everything. So uh, how do you guys feel? Do you agree with Mr. Carr about his feeling about dealing with the Saints team right now? And what he was saying about washing it, moving past, it's good to know we're there and I can feel what he's saying. Also, shout out to the fam, man. Appreciate y'all being, he says, Q, you got to have a, you know, and right <laughs> counter uh, and, you know, and right counter every time DC and DA talk. Yeah, he does say, you know, a lot. And Dennis Allen says, you got to clean it up. He says a lot of stuff over and over again. He'll give you one. He talked about adjustments are overrated. And then Paulson the Debo comes out and say, well, yeah, we made the second half adjustments. <laughs> miscommunication all right anyway shout out to brent man for the cash app says for those for there goes the possum with the peacock strut there you go the peacock is strutting again up there and he got a little a little testy with one of the reporters that asked him about it says adjustments are overrated what come on man hey, bro come on now dog come on man <laughs> Indeed, bro. Thank you, Brent. Appreciate hey, it, bro. Come on now, <laughs> Come dog. On, Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, DA. <laughs> I wanna say thank you, thank you very much. Picking me up, bringing me back to this. All right, all right. Shout out, Brent. Thank you, man. Appreciate you, man, for the super chat. Let's bring in Pops Q. Pops Q, you had the opportunity to kind of take in everything that the Saints were saying uh, during the, uh, you know, the post game of the press, the presser. A lot of people talk. Derek Carr, Dennis Allen spoke as well. Uh, what do you? And then let's just get your thoughts about how the Saints got the win. Well, I think they played pretty good in, the, especially in the second half. They kind of shut Chicago down. They figured some things out, uh, how to deal with uh, with with the quarterback that plays for them as a rookie. It shouldn't have gotten to that point where they had, uh, you know and had allowed Chicago to hang with them, but uh, they still haven't corrected uh, the, you know, they do, they, they block the edge and protect the edges, but they leave the center of the field wide open because you have quarterbacks still running up the middle, running up and down the field on them. And they're they, they going to have to figure out a way to check that, check that guy. They, they did some cleaning up on it later in the third quarter and start, you know, to, Kind of preserved, and they got you know, try to help hold on to the win, but it's going to be a problem for them if they because you know, the last time they played Tampa, you know, they, little guy, you know, Mayfield, what we call him, uh, Mayfield Montana ran up and down the field on him. you. Can't have that, you you, you got to catch, you got to stay, in, especially he's the most important player on the field, the quarterback. So and, and they would get pressure on him, but then there's a guy sitting in the gap or they just dump the ball off. He's picking up five or six, uh, you know, picking up first downs in bunches. I think the way they, they uh, you know, towards the second half, they really they really played well. They really did well. An outstanding play was that uh, on one of the punts, the Saints punted back to the Bears and backed the Bears up all the way to their two-yard line. Outstanding. The young man that uh, you know blocked the ball and put it had it go out of bounds on a two yard line. That's that's very very tight, but they got it done. You know they got the win. Uh, 
car has to, I mean, the calling, the officer's play calling got a little unimaginative. And, you know, they, they were able to, Chicago was able to shut them down for the, the last, I'd say, five minutes. You know, I, you know, I, I, I think they were on the, on the uh, fourth down run. I think they might have gotten it, and but under all the piles, the piles of you know human bodies and the players there, they uh they they missed the call on that, and it allowed Chicago to to move on from that from there. And I I'm I'm, I'm looking at them. They're getting better. They get they're getting better. Um, it's just that they're not using their running game like they uh need to. Uh, they Camara had a couple of nice runs, but. You know, you got to develop that balance between run and pass, and that's what wins in this league. You have to develop the ability to run and pass. They didn't do too bad, but in the first half, they, they didn't do all that well. I think they're beginning to get it. I don't know how long it's going to take many more games for them to win, you know, to get it, but I think they're going to get the system. They just have to keep playing, and they have to be – fired up and they have to be in spots they have to move quicker their pace is a little slow i mean it's like derrick's taking a lot of time to pass the ball you know and he got away with it a couple of times you know but unfortunately they didn't get any interceptions off of it but he still has a tendency to try to force the ball you can't do that if you don't if you start doing that you're gonna have problems yeah, indeed, Pops. And that's one of the things we, we kind of talk about a lot is the fact that when you're dealing with, uh, you know, and a lot of people just happy to get the W. It's, it's, it's a positive win. And it was a game where it's kind of looking at it like, okay, the Saints couldn't kind of set their feet against this game and build on this game. Uh, I still have a lot of questions. I got a lot of questions. I'm satisfied with the win because it's a win. We wouldn't be happy with a win, right? So we, we satisfied with the win. They improved to five and four. They won two in a row, right? I think it's two in a row. I think we won. Right. So, I mean, yeah. So, yeah, we won two in a row. So, I mean, the issue is with the Saints going forward is, you know, as we get ready for the Vikings, and listen, the Vikings did lose Kirk Cousins. He's out for the year. But they made some moves, and despite the fact that they lost Kirk Cousins, the team, is the Minnesota Vikings, are still on a four-game winning streak. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. The U.S. Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Earn great pay with outstanding federal benefits and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives. Learn more online at cbp.gov slash career slash USBP.
So that speaks a lot about the culture of what's going on with Minnesota for you to lose your starting quarterback and you still are able to figure out ways to win. And they traded for Josh Dobbs and he helps them come from behind and beat the Falcons today to help us steal possession or take possession of the NFC South. So we have to watch out for that. But I still have some questions. Offensively speaking, we're still not where we are. We're still disjointed. The defense showed up in the second half, despite Dennis Allen saying deep over uh, adjustments. And to be fair to Dennis Allen, he said adjustments are overrated. You know, it's just a guy telling the guy to do their damn job. You do the job, you tackle better, you do this, you do that. And it's, it's uh, you know, it's a, it's a part of the measurement. But in this one, man, all I can say is in this game, man, it's just, to me, the Saints kind of, they didn't really run the ball that well. They had a ton of turnovers in this game, but yet and still the Saints only won by a touchdown, which is telling. You can't play this stuff against better teams, obviously. But we have a far, we got a long way to go. And it to be going into week number 10 against the Minnesota Vikings. And we're still waiting to see when the Saints offense will galvanize consistently to lead us to the promised land. They did some prom- some promise- promising things in this game. But toward the back end of the game, they just disappeared. They disappeared, and the defense popped up and started making all these turns. They have all these turnovers and still only beat the Bears by seven. It's interesting. So, But Carr played well in the game in terms of his numbers, but there was a lot of play, a lot of plays that he left on the field. He left a lot of plays simply because he was enamored with a possession, uh, uh, a particular area of the field. Uh, a particular wide receiver. People was asking him about that today. Was talking to him about Michael Thomas and why what's the thing with Michael Thomas? Well, I didn't go to Michael Thomas on that that toss that that the, the toss in the end zone because he was double covered. But what about the rest of the day? He wasn't covered the rest of the day. That's one pass you're talking about. I mean, it's because he wasn't seeing that side of the field. He was looking center or to the right. You know, he wasn't seeing a half of the field. It was t- countless times I'm seeing it on the field. Like, dude, look at everything. They didn't allow him to be sacked today. He didn't knock down a couple of times, but he's still kind of just looking at Carr, still not comfortable back then. I don't know why. You know, I don't understand why he's not as comfortable as you would like him to be back there. I, I don't know why. Week 10 is coming up very soon, Minnesota. Then we have a bye week, week 11. So it's still, I still don't see what I want to see from the Saints offense. We've been waiting and looking and saying, dude, they're going to finally hit on it. And then you get a game like last game where the offense steps up. You get a game like the Patriots game. And then, you know, it is what it is. Defense, man, I don't – I have a lot of questions for both sides of the ball. Defense forced a lot of turnovers. Offense started good and fell off. Defense started slow, then picked up. So I'm like, man, questions, 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 and only could be answered by the play into the future. So this is still – I'm still very – leery about so much of course i appreciate the win of course i'm positive about the win but his stuff is more beyond that going into next week like we still haven't showed the ability to consistently take positive things that we've done from an offensive standpoint and have it translate consistently into the following game we haven't done that now we we are on a two-game winning streak which i'm happy for but look who you're beating look who you're supposed to you know you said you're supposed to be the colts team without the starting quarterback and key players. You're supposed to be the Chicago Bears team that's missing their starting quarterback. Supposed to be the Minnesota team that's missing their starting quarterback, even though Minnesota uh, still winning without their starting quarterback. That's still telling. So in the end, we're five and four. 
The, the Falcons are not. The Falcons are four and five, as you can see on the screen. Saints in sole possession of the NFC South right now. This is the first time this year. Five and four. Falcons lost there on the two-game slot. Tampa Bay lost as well. Carolina is currently, I think Carolina is losing right now uh, to the um, Colts right now, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they're losing 10 to nothing to the Colts in the, in the, for four minutes left in the second quarter of the second quarter of the game. They're down by 10 to the Colts. So they very well could be one and seven as well. So I just love, I'm going to just be honest with you. I absolutely love how everything is shaking, shaping up. I'm happy that a lot of these people, <laughs> despite the fact that the saints are losing, winning the way they winning, uh, we still able to make take the light. I said delight and joy. And the fact that the Falcons lost the Buccaneers lost, and, and right now, the Carolina Panthers are losing 10 to nothing. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm elated with that. Yeah, and uh, not only that, you know, just see, I, I'm, I'm leery about this 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 uh, Viking team. I'll be honest with you. They, they, we're going to be playing on their turf. And then I know they play in a dome, I think, if I remember the stadium. But we all have good luck with this team. As a matter of fact, I can't remember the last time they actually beat the Minnesota Vikings. They always seem to come up with a way to win against us. And I'm I'm a little leery about this one. So we can't play the way we played against the Bears. The Bears are the Bears. Uh, you know, I, I I'm just I'm just I'm a little leery on this one. I, I'm you know I'm looking optimistic, but Carr continues to. Seem like he's moving a little too slow to get the ball out, or he's trying to hang on to it to get the ball to one to one particular receiver, and it's gonna come back to bite him if he don't don't uh, change that situation with the reads. You know, if there's a guy, you should be able to scan the field by the time you have the ball in your hand. And the offensive line did a hell of a job today. I got to give it to him protecting him i don't think he got the he got hit once but he wasn't sacked at all so if he can if he can continue to maybe he learns once he learns how to do how to read the field from side to side see who's open and then get the ball out quickly to him you got it's all about speed and momentum not to throw interception but speed to get the ball to the people that are open I mean, out in that pass route, you have uh, Kamara could be open, Thomas could be open, Olave, or Rashid could be open. You got to pick out the one that's open and get the ball to him. You can figure most teams will play on the play against play the sidelines because that's what wide receivers like to run along the edge, uh, edges of the field. But you know, what about the tight end down the middle? You know what I'm saying? Get the ball out. He's not. He's, he's he's taking his time getting the ball out, and and, and you know, it's allowing the defense to catch back up. See what I'm saying? So I'm 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 optimistic, but I'm leery about this one coming up. And Minnesota team seem to find ways to beat us, and we haven't had good luck against them. Hopefully, we will have a good game against them and and send them home packing. But we own their turf, and we have we don't have a good record on their turf. Yeah, the last time we played, uh, we, we we played them. Pop was uh, uh, and beat them was uh, uh, back mm. in twenty twenty Christmas of twenty twenty when Elvin Kamara went off. The the Saints beat them fifty two to thirty. I think it's fifty two to thirty three. That was the last time we were able to mm-hmm. 
So that's the last time. Yeah, 52 to 30. Yeah, so, Elvin Kamara went yeah. in the game. So, I mean, yeah, that was the last time. Yeah, 22 carries for a buck 15, a buck 55 with six touchdowns rushing. You know, so yeah, they mm-hmm. he, Drew Brees. Yeah, you know, but that, that was pretty good. Yeah, that was, he broke some records on that game. And of course, the last time we played him was uh, back in 22, which was last year. Uh, we lost to him 28 to 25. So yeah, we didn't have some issues with them, and that's regular season stuff. This showing up, I mean, and I mean, that was with that was with Kurt that, that was with Kurt Cousins, Cousins at the quarterback, huh? That game, yeah, Kurt Cousins was in there. Kurt Cousins was in there. His numbers mm-hmm. was he was twenty five of thirty eight, two seventy three, a touchdown, a pick. Um, Andy Dalton was the quarterback. He was twenty of twenty eight for two thirty six. He had a touchdown in the game, and uh, the Saints lost the game to them. That was over there in England, over there with to to England. The Saints were one and three at the time. So, yeah. So we uh, mm-hmm. talk about all the playoff stuff uh, with them. That's that's a whole nother mm-hmm. catfish. So yeah, this team is way different than you know that team, and they're still on a four game. To be honest with your four game um, winning streak, that's pretty positive to be losing your starting quarterback. So regardless of what happens, and still winning, yeah. Right. It's, it's going to be interesting to see exactly. You know what it looks like up against this team. It's up in um, up in their building, so the Saints realistically should be able to take care of business against them, like we did the Bears. Hopefully, in a better performance, we'll see. But in the end, uh, it is yeah, it is. Saints got the dub today, and we're very proud of that. We got a lot to clean up, but in the end, uh, we got the win. Yeah, got- currently, mm-hmm. currently, are sitting at the top of the NFC South. So there you go. Yep, five and four, New Orleans Saints. Yep. If they can, this will this will be a game that's more. In other words, you you, you could say that the two teams are almost equal in uh per, in in their with their with their personnel, but we have a slight advantage because uh, we're looking at a rookie quarterback starting. I don't know if he's a rookie or not, but I know we haven't. Uh, we've never played him. They went outside and got him. Am I am I correct? And he went outside and got him. That's right. So this is an interesting time. They got to put pressure on him and don't let him. The only thing we got to do is stop him from these young quarterbacks from running all over. And they see in a lot of the teams that the Saints are playing and coming up, they're watching that very closely. Quarterback can take off and run up the field 30 or 40 yards before he can get touched down. See what I'm saying? We have to clean that up. Otherwise, you're going to keep your defense on the field. You have to clean it up. Absolutely, Pops. You're 100% right, man. Uh, the Saints definitely got to do a de- pull a Dennis Allen, and, and they got to clean it up. We talk about that all the time of them doing it. And uh, in the end, uh, it's a victory uh, for the Saints. We'll face off against Minnesota next Sunday at noon in the Vikings building. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see up there, go up there. Josh Dobbs, we'll see who starts. I think Jalen uh, Jalen Hall who was the quarterback, he was going, he got knocked out of the game. And Joshua Dobbs, who's a veteran, been around the league, led them to victory. He was only there for a little bit. So we'll see if he gets to start uh, for the Vikings and and whatever they can do. So they got some playmakers there. I know Jeff, I think Jefferson is uh, still banged up. I don't think he's, I think Jefferson's not there. But despite the fact that they're missing, yeah, yeah, they're missing a, a, a ton of people that's that's out. 
Kirk Cousins, uh, Cam Akers was another guy that was questioned. Jalen Hall got hit. Uh, some of their wide receivers are banged up. T.J. Hawkinson, their tight end, he's banged up. Justin Jefferson's on the on the IR. Uh, Osborne was one of the wide receivers. He's questionable. They got a left tackle, starting left tackle that's hurt. Uh, you know, so they they're suffering with a lot of injuries, and despite that, that team is on a four game winning streak, and they are five and four, and behind the second in the NFC North, behind the Bears. So it speaks about that team's uh, you know, their their uh, gumption, their their fight, their spirit. So it's not going to be easy to take them down. All right, so anyway, with that being said, we're going to get ready to get on on that. Uh, go ahead, Pop. No, I was just saying, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to the game. I think we have a shot at beating them if we continue to improve on our play and get our plays a little bit quicker, you know, so that we can get our – we could find out how fast and how quick our wide receivers are. When they get open, we have to get them the ball. You can't have a DB draping all over you, and and, and while well, a guy has to come back and wait on the ball, you don't want that. We want to be able to bam, 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 move the ball down the field, and we got the talent to do it. Indeed, indeed, for real. All right. So with that being said, fam, we're gonna get ready to get out on that. I appreciate all you guys for chiming in on the stream. The Saints took care of business today. Uh, you know, uh, it was a lot closer than we thought it. You know, the statistics that indicate with five turnovers, the Saints uh, finish up 24 to 17 over the Bears. They improved to five and four. They're first in the NFC South right now, currently taking the division lead. And for the first time this year, all of the NFC South teams, well, not all of them, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Falcons lost. And Carolina is currently losing as well. They're currently losing to the Colts right now, 10 to three. They did get a field goal. So whether they win or lose, it don't it's just just funny to us because they're not they don't impact what's going on at the top of the NFC South right now. So with that being said, fam, we're gonna move on that. Listen, I appreciate all y'all for chiming on this episode of the show. Please feel free to check out the merch shops and the links in the description section below. Check that out. That helps out the platform. Also, feel free to subscribe, like, and share the show on your social media feed. It helps out the platform so we can keep doing a lot of this great work that we're doing over here. Uh, on the sports column of the PRO Media Network. We continue to do it uh, because of the love and support of the family members. So uh, if you want to help us out, uh, patreon.com forward slash the Pro Media Network or simply become a, a channel member that helps out the stream. So with that being said, we're going to leave on that. Appreciate you guys for chiming in. Much love to you. Congratulations on the Saints win. We are five and four. We got another one, a tough one coming up against Minnesota, despite the fact that they're missing some people. The team is not going to lay down and let you stump on them. They're going to fight. Thus, we have to fight and may the best person win. So with that being said, I'm going to get out on that. Much love to y'all. Appreciate y'all. Who that? And I'm out. Yeah. Huh? Boogie like Benson, I'm a who that? I'm a who that? Long as I'm living, I'm a who that? I'm a who that? Lose all winning, I'm a who that. Sports coma, yeah, this is where we do that. Where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that. Boogie like this, and I'm a who that. I'm a who that. Sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Somebody please better help. Running this thing like elf. Thank God every day I'm not a felt. Go to YouTube live with Big Q and the guys. If you ain't ride or die, the bandwagon get flipped. Been marching in, that was way for the ring. I was yelling out your shame for the championship. Fucking on town, duck down. Falcons, pluck, get shut down. Panthers ain't much. 
touchdown. The vision really blown to us now. So much hate on the Saints, you could probably tell. Ever since Bounty Gate hit the NFL, when things seem fishy, and you probably smell the crooked referees on Roger Goodell. Yeah. like this, and I'm a who that. Every day I'm living, I'm a who that. Lose or winning, I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that at. Where we do that at. Where we do that, where we do that, where we do that at. Boogie like this, and I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. You're listening to the sports coma. It's Big Q and the guys on the PRO Media Network. So if you're a who that and you're looking for a place to stay up on your team, whothatdaily.com is your site. The whothatdaily.com for the sport who that in all of us. That's right, the Pro Shop is the platform store where you can go and buy all the latest merch to support the platform. Available at the Pro Shops, we have dozens of hundreds of products available for you and your family. Unisex tees for men and women, hoodies and sweatshirts, tank tops, kids and baby items, long sleeve tees, mugs, pillows, wall art, bath bedding, face masks, phone cases, stickers, bags, fanny packs, socks, hats, and many other items. Please feel free to check. Pay Dr. Portrayal. I didn't see it coming. Life can be so unpredictable. After losing my dad, it made me think about my family if something were to happen to me. The mortgage, car payments, and all the other bills. Even things like our annual summer vacation would be out of reach. I had heard about life insurance through Ethos and how easy it was to get coverage. They were right. I knew it was time to stop putting it off and get life insurance right now. I got on my computer and went to ethoslife.com. In just 10 minutes, I was covered. And boom, family protected. 
thanks to Ethos, my family won't have to worry about the bills if the unpredictable happens to me. Ethos, fast and easy online term life insurance. Up to $2 million in coverage with no medical exam. Some policies as low as a dollar a day. Answer a few health questions and get your free quote at ethoslife.com slash audio. That's ethoslife.com slash audio. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.